That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Double O Deep Dive is back after a little hiatus with a little Tom Jones for you. Uh, I'm your host, Jason Vachetic, on the mission, on the hunt, scuba gear in hand. And with me as always, the best damn Bond girl there is in the franchise, Ginny Harmon. How are you, Ginny? I am great, and I'm so happy to be back and talking about Bond and watching Bond movies. I know I miss watching these. Mm. It's been it's been a couple months. Oh my gosh, especially a tropical beautiful one like this in the middle of winter. Yes, please. I uh I need sun. I need I need some ocean. Yeah, yeah, it was nice, right? Especially like I watched it. I watched I watched part of it last night and then I watched part of it today. And you know, yesterday we had a little snow here. We're both in New York. And I'm watching like Bond in the ocean and on the beach, and I'm like, oh man, I wish. <laughs> Tan, oh, sand, every so much swimming, so much water. So, oh god, so much swimming, so much water. Like we get to it, but it, 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 I think 20 minutes of this movie is takes place underwater. Oh yeah, and it doesn't, it does not let up. They don't let you forget it. No, no, they do not. <laughs> they do not. Um, but yeah, but so we're back. We're here with Thunderball. Um, Ginny, any, any updates for everyone have, you know, to let everyone know it's been a couple months, anything change, any, 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 cause I've got some news I got to share when you're done. Oh, oh, uh, no, uh, babies are good doing some shows. Uh, I'm going to play right now, which is fabulous. I directed a play last year. So busy, busy, uh, you know, energy absorbing, but great. Things are going nice. Really, really busy, but, but good. Yeah, and that's that's why Ginny and I uh, took the hiatus because we're both the, the way we know each other is through community theater, uh, and so Ginny directed a play where my wife produced. You no, know, yeah, my wife produced it, and then Ginny's husband directed a play, and I assistant directed it, and now Ginny's in a play with my wife. So we're just that's why I had to take, take a break. But we're coming back. We're going to be biweekly, so we can keep up with it, and we don't have to stop anymore, and we can finish this out. Yeah. Um. So what's new with me, Ginny? I don't know if you know this because I know I, I know you haven't been on Pop Culture Pros in a while. Uh, I've been on been on Granny's Peach Tea, but um, I kind of started my own religion on Granny's Peach Tea. Okay, what is it? Uh, well, we we um uh, and and I, this was in direct response to having watched every Superman film there was. Okay, uh, and binging the entirety of the Righteous Gemstones in one weekend. Oh, I love that show. So, oh, it's a great show. It's so funny. Uh, so I, I decided to start the first Church of Kal-El. Praise be to he. Uh, um, he. He is a God figure. He is a God he is, figure. He's Jesus. He, he's Kryptonian Jesus under the mm-hmm. red sun. He protects us all. <laughs> then, um, why, why wouldn't that happen if Jesus or if, uh, if uh, Superman is on Earth? It's like people would be like, oh my gosh, there is a, some sort of a higher power. We gotta. People would a hundred percent worship him like a god. Fold. Oh my gosh, little hundred percent sex. Yep. And and I performed PCP's first math, mass baptism uh, on the show. I baptized all of our followers in the in the the words of Kalel. 
You don't do a cross. What do you do? You do like a diamond? Uh, oh, let's see. Let me see. It's um, uh, it's the the farm boy, the Superman, and the Red Sun. That's what it was. <laughs> ah, it's it's all there. It's all there. So, <laughs> I kinda, you know this thing? I can't top that bit. This now I, I don't even do bits anymore. I can't top that. What do I? Where do I go from there? So now I just keep talking. Every time I go on someone's show, I talk about. It. <laughs> have you heard the good news? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have You're a book. Word. <laughs> I have a mini book. Yeah. Christ might have the Bible, but I have Action Comics number fifty. I was going to say. <laughs> There's so much information, so, so much history. Much. You become a British, a British scholar about this. Now, now history will say um, a, a, a thousand years ago and uh, into the 50s. And then, and then, you know. Right. Exactly. Oh, my God. I, I, I wish that this. I hope that in the post-apocalyptic, after the machines take over, which is inevitable with AI coming up, that. The only thing left of humanity, the only record, is the podcast where I founded the first church of Kalel, <laughs> and that is studied. That, that Someone's going to latch on to that and be like, oh, man. I, man, I don't have to be alive to be able to see my dreams of starting a religion come true. <laughs> but this is not about proselytization of my new religion, but in fact, our journey back into James Bond Thunderball um I, I actually have to get, take notes about the format we haven't done this in so long yeah i mean i think i mean i have like i just kind of like since we you know we have our what well, we we have our basics that we cover but yeah. i'm so if it doesn't stick out to me right away i'm like well where is this or like this is a weird uh uh something's missing from our like our formula maybe right exactly so if i miss anything please feel free to call me on it Step in, sure. Uh, All right. Yeah. So the opening. So, Jenny, this is this is the crazy one of the craziest openings that I've seen. It sure is. And so, I I was like, how much of Austin Powers yeah. is yeah. is like taken from this movie? Because I have not seen this movie. I haven't. I've seen definitely seen moments of this. I confuse this with Diamonds Are Forever. I used to <clears throat> when it was just like on TV, and I've not. I'm shocked that I have like not seen this all the way through or i now you know yeah this is this is the connery one i've seen the least um and I why just, oh it's so crazy it's so it good it's it crazy it's good it's i had a lot of fun with it i don't know why it's i think it was it i didn't know i didn't catch it a lot when it, when it was just on tv right in the tnt run yeah um and i don't think i had it on vhs when i was in high school i bought like Goldfinger, Doctor No. I brought them all in VHS, except for some reason Thunderball. Hmm. 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 So, availability. Yeah. So th I, that's that might be it. I don't know why. Maybe I just couldn't find it. Maybe it was a weird licensing thing. Because this is a, there's some weird like things about this movie licensing wise and stuff. Really? Oh, maybe that's why. I I know like like I know the Tom Jones song too. I just missed. Yeah, I. Like Bond, I mean, I know the I know because I know my Bond girls well. I know them at least Domino pretty well, but I was like, yep, not in action, and like I haven't uh, spent the time with this movie as I have other Sean Connery movies. Um, I really was such a I realized I'm such a Roger Moore viewer, or I was when I was younger. Then, um, but I love Sean Connery. Like I loved old '90s Sean Connery when I was in the, when we, it was the '90s. So I, maybe that's why I kind of like didn't 
revisit a lot of his movies, but I'm realizing now I watched so much more Roger Moore and he wasn't my favorite. Like, I don't know why, why that happened. <laughs> um, uh, Jason, you a little frozen, I think. Oh yeah. So anyway, that's my, my history <laughs> with James Bond is definitely that, you know, and just Pierce Brosnan. Uh, that is my, um, you know, that's my childhood. That's who I grew up with, like, as they were coming out in theaters. But, ah, it makes me so angry. Sean Connery really true, I, in my mind, is such the, pre, is like the, the, this is the prototype for our Daniel Craig, or Daniel Craig is like the true successor to Sean Connery's, but maybe perfected it a little bit. He doesn't have a Scottish accent. He's not, you know, he doesn't have that, that roguish, the, the, you know, the special roguish charisma that Sean Connery had, but he has his own. Uh, but there is like, they're so related to each other. Um, uh, and Jason's telling me, oh, there he is. He's coming back. Sorry about that. Sorry. Right. I was just waxing on about how I think Sean Connery is the sort of the precursor, <laughs> the precursor, but just like this big prototype for Daniel Craig's Bond, who everybody loves. Yeah, he just sure. was, you know, he had his own roguish <laughs> charisma that you know because he's sean connery but right. that just i don't know the, the ruggedness he's always in especially in this he's always in a swimsuit and just tan and like yeah he's this is like the hottest like this is the hottest bond i've seen outside of a tuxedo i think so yeah and he rarely wears a tuxedo and he really doesn't no he's, he's really like, hands-on in this he's very yes <laughs> very um in fact but yeah so the weird licensing thing about this is this is the only book? So I didn't even listen to this book. Okay, I, so I was. I have questions yeah. about like some lines, but yeah. I then I didn't because the screenplay was written first, and then Ian Fleming wrote the novelization of this movie as the book. Fascinating. Okay, that maybe that clears some things up for me. Um, and that this is the this movie is the reason why we lose Blofeld as a character until um, the wow. end of the Craig era. Okay. And we lose to the name Spectre because copyright, I actually know this because I, you know, once upon a time pretend that I was going to be a writer when I grew up. Um, but the copyright law is very different for novelists than it is screenplay writers. If I'm a novelist and I write a book, I own the characters and everything in it. And I can rent you the rights, but you never own them. I mm. always own these characters. So you couldn't, they couldn't make a James Bond sequel without paying him. Yeah. Um, since the screenplay was written first, screenplay law says that when you sell the screenplay, you sell the screenplay. So you know nothing of it. You don't own the characters. You don't mm -hmm, know anything. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, mm -hmm. you can make a, a sequel to anything as long as, you know, you have the, the rights lined up. You don't need anyone's permission. So since the screenplay was written first, and this is Blofeld and Spectre's first appearance, yeah. they were they were not owned by... Uh, the um Albert R. Broccoli who you know bought the rights to this and Ian Fleming they were owned by the person like it it, it becomes this weird thing which mm. is why we have the schism and it's why we get never say never again which is just essentially a remake of this mm, mm, mm. I because I, I think the credits when the end credits it's a ba uh, based on an original story by two I didn't know recognize the first two men and then Ian Fleming and I was kind of like well I guess they all just maybe they just lumped that together and that's a weird cinema thing right. but if it's the, an original i think the original kind of caught me off guard i was like yeah I, like ian fleming or something you know what i mean i'm sure ian fleming like 
like was sitting in a room with these guys smoking cigarettes going, oh, I think we should do is this. Bond would mm-hmm. do this. Bond would do that. But so that's why he gets story credit. But it's not actually based on anything he wrote. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, huh. so that's like, yeah, a little history about this particular movie. I think this um, one gets remade, too. It does. That's crazy. Hmm. We'll cover that because that, that's a wild movie. Like, it's the same plot. Essentially, it's a, except like, it's a great plot. It's a, <laughs> it's a clean plot. <laughs> except it's 1980s Sean Connery, who still isn't bad looking. Um, and I think Michelle Pfeiffer is the is Domino in that. That's so weird. This is gonna be weird. I I have because I have I don't I just don't remember that one. But I used to because that used to because I it was the older Bond when he was on. You're like, oh, this is the not strange one, but you're like, well, <laughs> he's just a bit older, you know? Right. And it's right, the 80s. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, but we'll, we'll get to that when we get. We'll, we're, we've still got plenty of Connery uh, missions to go through. Yes. Um, so, all right. So, this movie starting off the opening of this movie, as you said, I thought of Austin Powers too. When so, uh, let me just for everyone listening, in case you haven't heard, watched this, if you've never seen this movie, which I don't know why you'd be listening <laughs> to us if you've never seen this movie, but it starts off with James Bond at a funeral in a huge church in I think Italy, right? Mm-hmm. It just strikes me as Italian mm-hmm. church. And he's mourning over the fact that this guy, JB, uh, which I, I didn't write down what that means, <laughs> a terrible host. It matters. But, um, is he, he's lamenting that he didn't kill him because he's he was an enemy who killed some of his men. And then he slips away, gets to the room where the widow is going, widow. And it's an obviously a woman right up until he punches her in the face. And he might as well have said, that's not your mother. That's a man, baby. <laughs> Literally. I, 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 cause I was also, I had my baby and I was like, she was watching it. She loved it. She loved the opening. Um, but I kind of, I was like kind of not looking cause I was like, all right, standard bond scene. You know, the Roger Moore ones are crazy. And I was kind of like, you know, I'm sure he's going to punch a punch of you guys. And then I heard I was a woman and he, you know, he's, he's like, what he, he calls her like the widow. He's like, oh, widow. And then yeah. literally <laughs> fight. And I was like, oh, uh, what? Like, yeah. knocked out this old woman. And then, and then I realized, oh, it's like an assassin. assassin. Yeah. It's, it's the guy whose funeral that he was at. Oh, like the right. guy was pretending he was to dead be. so he could escape. And he was pretending to be the widow. Uh, but but it, the funny thing is, like Austin Powers, it's very clearly a oh, petite really? blonde woman up until he punches her in her face. And then he has a five o'clock shadow and like <laughs> great and like mas- masculine thighs. I was like, and then he was fighting the rest of the fight in drag still. Which <laughs> was awesome. Great. I love that. It looked great. It was wonderful. And I love when Bond kills him. Uh, Bond, Bond chokes him out with a poker and kills him. And then like his guys are coming pandemonium's happening and bond stops to take flowers out of a vase and throw it on him when he could have just gotten out the door <laughs> you know just a little bit of that's a touch a little flourish yeah it was a little flourish <laughs> but yeah but it's insane and then you, you don't think it's gonna get any crazier but this guy runs out and puts on a jetpack yes and flies oh. away on a jetpack <laughs> another like austin powers move and he i kind of was like a little again little like roger moore-esque but it looked oh, great so like i thought again. the effects looked good and then and then uh <laughs> he was just kind of playing it straight and he looked good so he was owning it it looked great um i love that bit and then he had the he has a little like uh uh a little banter with um his first late or the the one um 
lady. Uh, what does he say? I have my note about it. Uh, <laughs> Jetpack, she's like, oh, is that like, what a, what a very, uh, um, um, like very practical <laughs> piece of equipment. And he's like, yes, you never leave. <laughs> right. Never leave home without it or something. And she's like, yeah, very practical. Yeah, which which I love by the way. It doesn't. That's just on his back. Like, I, where does that come from? Like, is that just under his suit? Oh, I was stupid because I wrote like almost no gadgets. I I really wasn't seeing a lot of bits. It was all this practical. is the big one. This yeah, is this, is it. Q, this is it. This is the gadget. Yeah, Q branch is literally an underwater Geiger counter and like a scoot, like a, a thing to breathe underwater for four breaths. Right. Right. Which is cool. But I was like, yeah, no, I just like a lot of the fights were all weapon, hand-to-hand combat, or like, I don't know, creative, like MacGyver. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Uh, and then, so then they, they chase, like, they chase, they these guys chase him to his car, he gets in the car and just like, turns on the water hose. And then we smash cut into our opening, which is the song Thunderball, and women underwater shadow women underwater as i wrote in my notes (laughs) flowy hair being chased by what is that called a spear gun no a spear gun Uh, what's the gun Uh, it's it's it comes back so often harpoon a harpoon harpoon gun yeah so they like they're also being chased around (laughs) the girls are swimming looking nice very classic it's a classic open like you know standard yeah it is it is definitely a classic opening um you know i i can't is it super like inventive? No, but this is also like maybe the fourth movie of the franchise. So how can we really complain? We weren't. We had nothing to top. There was nothing to, nothing right. to, to I mean, build on. First one didn't even have one. So, um, so what? Did, what do you think of the song, Jenny? What are your thoughts on Tom Jones's Thunderball? I I'll. I feel I'm not sure if it makes top ten lists of the best songs. I just it gives it's all the Goldfinger vibes. It's like the male yeah. version of I. I do love he's well. She's like an Englishman, um, so I like that. I like that Shirley Bassey's English. He's like we had these English singers when it was a, such a British production. Um, he is great. He he's got that high note, and he was man. Yeah, that was it. He was the he pop was, star of the '60s. He was man. Women like would take off their panties in his concerts and throw it at him. I mean, my I, my mother in law saw him in concert, and she's a very sweet, like conservative lady. And she goes, "I saw uh-huh. Tom Jones in concert." I was like, "You did?" <laughs> like the, did she throw Prince. panties? I mean, did she tell that story? No, they were wild. They were wild in the sixties. Who true. knows? I'm not gonna picture it, but like, maybe. no, no, you don't want to. Don't picture it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I dig this song. Like, I, I'm with you. It's not. It's not top ten. Not because it's, there's anything wrong with it. There are just so many great songs. Yeah. But like, yeah, this is like this. I mean, this is like our first pop star, right? Like Shirley Bassey wasn't a pop star. She was no. a vocalist. Like, I, that's always weird that he's. That I have to remind myself he's Welsh. Like he's not American because I always yeah. long as time thought he was American because he was just the big. That was the you know big hit over here in the in, the, in America. Yeah, he, well, he kind of transcends that, you know. Like he's yeah. he was huge. He was a he was a like a Megas- internet world- yeah megastar, international sensation. I know. I think that's that's that is pretty crazy. I just think the song is like I can't sing it for you now. I just know he does the Thunderball note that's like the Goldfinger note at the yeah. end, or he hits it really it's high. A- he nails it. It hits 
like Thunderball, like that one. I can't yeah, do it. I'm not talking yeah. about but yeah. Oh my gosh. And he holds but, it. Yeah. And he holds it. He, I mean, yeah, his, his vocals are on point in the song. So um, but I'm with you. It's like if I'm putting together like a James Bond oh, mix, yeah. I don't really put it on. Like it, it's a good song. It just doesn't excite me. Um, which is, I don't know, maybe that's why I didn't connect with the movie when I was younger. Maybe every, all of my James Bond connections are through the music. Well, that's how, that's like a, I feel like that's a studio thing. We've got to get them, we got to hook them with the song. You got to, right? you know, oh, we got to reintroduce Bond with like Tina Turner, who sounds like Shirley Bassey, you know, or something. You know? <laughs> that Actually, I didn't even think about that. You're right. <laughs> Tina Turner does sound like Shirley Bassey. <laughs> oh. Um. But yeah, so uh, any other thoughts on the opening? Uh, no, that's uh, basically the song just, or the. I'm obsessed with the jetpack. So much happens. Now it's like, God, what movie comes after this? Because you have to top that. But just the. So I know. <laughs> it's You Only Live Twice comes after this, which is also like heavily influenced, has heavily influenced Austin Powers. Um, it? And it's such. A weird movie because Bond goes in yellow face for a while. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Um, That's right. That's right. But it also has the best Blofeld though. So it's like, mm-hmm. and I, I think I think we actually get like our volcano like you know layer. Like there's a yeah. lot of Doctor Evil stuff taken from the yeah. next one. <laughs> oh man, I'm excited. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, all right. So let's let's start with uh, our our Bond. Like, what did you uh, what did you think of our Bond in this one? Right. Like, he's not the Bond from Goldfinger. He's a bit more seasoned, no. I think. No, and it's also oh god, it's so tropical, which is so different from because I think Goldfinger is so class. It is like a film. It's like that's like top film. Don't forget about Bond movies. Yeah. It's like as a film, it is like just highly regarded. Very British. Very like countryside. Very. Uh, golf, golf. I don't know. I just feel like it's not very too exotic in locale or like international, maybe. Um, or it's never given me those vibes. This Bond, and yeah, he was. I even wrote down a few times. I was like, "Are you? I know you care about the mission. You just seem very blasé about this mission." Um, or I was like, "He was maybe just he had so many ladies to like flirt with and to really connect with." Uh, he's I, all, he is all over the place with women. This is our horniest bond. It truly is. And I almost like, but not even against, I don't, he's not like Roger Moore horny where he's like really going after the girls are really laying it on thick. He's just like, if they get cut, they throw themselves at him. They are, or they're like, you know, just trying to seduce him. And he's like, okay, like raises an eyebrow and just kind of has, I had a rewind. There's a few things he said as a woman has made me like gasp. What the feminist in me go like this is this is why like oh god this is the 60s so dated like i can't but these are the same lines that also made me go these are also romance um novel lines in that like the man (laughs) is aggro and girls like the girl we like it in a book we don't like it in real life um right so oh my god like what did he say we said to money penny that i was like what did you say and he was like let me i'm gonna she was kind of making fun of him and he's like i'll take you over my knee as like a spanky oh yeah and I was like, oh, my gosh, Sean Connery. And then she, like, has a jab at him, and that's their banter. All right, we understand that. He's on the phone with her, so, you know. And then another line, um, what the heck was the other line? Oh, when he's, like, in bed with our mean, our bad Bond girl. And he's, like, she's biting him. She's, like, nibbling him, like, in a villainous way. And he's, like, 
ow and like <laughs> like ow and he's like you should be yeah. put in a cage and Holy and she, then they start like you know flirting it he doesn't hit any women he's not he doesn't he doesn't abusive. hit any women but but you are forgetting the nurse where I, she keeps yes. spending off yes, his advances well then... you know what though he gets a comeuppance because he's on that weird like stretching rack or what the yes. heck is that thingy that contraption because i was like i, I wrote in my notes that's what you get for like pushing advances when she said no <laughs> but but then after and yes he does get that and he's almost killed and i don't know mm-hmm. what that is the str- that's the rack i don't know i, I, I the 60s, <laughs> like the rack. 60s fitness was device. horror i mean <laughs> you know there, there, it wasn't all this weight if you're stretched to death no <laughs> Uh, but then afterward, when he gets free and they're near the shower, he's like, well, she's like, please don't tell my boss like it was her fault because it right. wasn't. And right. he's like, and he, and he knows it's not her fault. He sees it. You see it in his eyes and Connery's like performance. He seizes the opportunity and goes, well, you'll have to do something for me. And then I don't know, man, this is kind of sexual blackmail, isn't it? I just also because clearly she is flirting with you you're sean connery there's a time and place just wait till the thing is over and then go back oh i have a room here's my key like you're off duty right we don't have to tell anybody right um not at her she's on the clock <laughs> and then and then she's, she's on like the no clock. she's not oh my gosh and then but then she just like gives in and and he totally he does not care about her though either because he leaves and she's like call me oh. and he's like nope it's <laughs> yeah. like not nice about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a dick move. Dick move. It wasn't. It was a dick. Move. That was the worst. That was the worst. No, um, no, but no physical slapping. No, no aggro, aggro grabbing right. women. Even if it's a villain woman, he's very still a little like gentle, a little bit like, yep, screaming. Like you know, he's he's uh yeah, which is just a different yeah. bond. And 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 also, and we'll get to it when you cover the the Bond girls, but. The way he dispenses the the villain Bond girl, it's like he doesn't actually do anything except use her as a human shield. Yes, another very Austin Powers thing, and it's just very yeah, Austin it's tact- Powers. Very Austin Powers. It's very tac- tactile, and it's like it, it, you do it with anybody. And he's very gentle, like blocks the thing, sets her down, like you know, he's <laughs> yeah. Do you mind if my what is it? Uh, can my, can my companion shit? She's dead. Tired. Oh yeah, like, I I like gasped at that. I was like, oh, shook my head. <laughs> so many quips and a lot, very quippy. It was a very quippy bond. Very quippy bond. Um, I so I thought this was. I actually liked this bond despite despite the rampant like you know sexism, which is which like is part this, of the course. <laughs> it is, but I don't know. I think this bond hates women more than the other bonds. Mm. <laughs> like, there's something about more than Roger Moore. Uh, no, I meant the other. No, you're probably bonds. right. <laughs> you're definitely right. It's just Sean Connery. Like, and some of the lines were like, uh, "If this was, you know, uh, oh, it's, it's <laughs> so like, crazy." Outside of that, I think, like, I, I like to watch, especially after Goldfinger, because you know, I, my opinion of Goldfinger is it's my favorite of the movies, but it's also Bond is the shittiest spy he could be he's ever been. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he kind of gets caught, and it's all caught, luck. Yeah. But this, his like his spy game is on on point in this one. Like he's, he's like, um, he is sharp. Like, and he he's collecting information through like yeah. you know pretending to to move among the villains, and then he's like taking. Uh, he's got points where he's going over the he- with a helicopter to circle Largo's place to sort of take notes and get the layout and 
it's, it's even when he goes like, to save oh. the. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, oh, no, no, no. You, you, you know, you keep going because it's going to lead in perfectly to to my next point. Yeah, even. Even when he goes to save the the, Amer- the spy, the one who's working with Lighter, the female who gets abducted, mm-hmm. like he doesn't just rush in guns blazing. He gets the uh, the people who run the electric company to shut the lights off in Largo's yeah. place so he can like sneak in undercover. And so I kind of appreciated like the spy moves of this James Bond. I think, and it's, I mean, there's, and there's like, that's like the Timothy Dalton's kind of game is that he's a physical, he's like a posing, but he also kicks ass, like physically punches, physically, you know, does combat. Same with Daniel Craig. Um, But, but, and and then I think Sean Connery has a lot of that in the earlier movies or his first few, a lot of punching, a lot of like combat, like stunt work, like, you know, like choreographed, choreographed fighting. And I'm like, not picking that out in this movie is a lot of swimming maybe, but he's very sharp. He's just very like, like you said, it's all tactile. It's all. Uh, tactical it's all very um uh clever yeah yeah Yeah, you're not going in guns of blazing um which i love no even even like when with the bad bond girl um and i'm going to turn it over to you in a bit for the bond girls but when he escapes her clutches um he doesn't fight his way out like someone they're driving in a car it gets stuck and some drunk guy is like try my hundred thousand proof rum and bond like just waits a bit he takes like three beats and the 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 bad girl i forget her name she was at maybe fiona she goes to light her cigarette and he kicks the moonshine smacks the cigarette and like Uh, runs away and i was like yeah that's that's cool so so that like tops that like it's a very similar moment to daniel craig in quantum of solace where he knocks the motorcycle off you know like hits the handle and the motorcycle goes spinning it's just yes Sort of like, yeah, and you're right. She's just like, she's staring at him, lighting a cigarette. And this drunk guy has the bottle, spilling it in the car kind of. And he just kind of like looks, she's looking at him and she's just like, you know, smoking her cigarette. And he just kind of like really does take it in. And and then it just, and then some people are kind of on fire. It's all very clever. And like, yep, he just has to get away. It's a perfect, a little, one of my favorite little scenes in this movie. Um, and that's the... the um, uh, the Bond girl is Fiona yes. Volpe. Volpe, yeah. Oh, is that her name, Fiona Volpe? Yeah. I, okay. My my. So one of the things I have for this movie, and it's it's this is also me too, because like, you know, trying to watch. I was trying to watch the rest of this movie today, and I don't know. Like, I've I think part of the reason my internet's so bad is I got construction going on outside of our building. Mm. Like, mm. I'm and by the outside, I mean on literally the wall right outside our building. And cool. so, like, I was watching this, and I was watching The Last of Us the other day for Grannies. And it was just like, I'm trying to watch it and people are banging it like right by the wall in my where, where I'm sitting. So uh. this might be me too, but I lost track of what Bond woman was what because it's all a bunch of wayfish 60s white girls. hundred percent. Because I was like, I see the redhead and I go, uh, Fiona, the bar bad girl, gorgeous. Like, you know, this this great like sort of angular statuesque, curvy uh, 60s, very sexy. I was like, oh, I like her. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's go. And then the other girl got introduced. I was like, oh, she's gorgeous too. Very statuesque. Very... Right, right. And I was like, they look the same. I genuinely started to get confused. They had the same nose and dark eyes and just the cheekbones. <clears throat> just the one has like a slightly redder hair. And then the other girl, the other agent looked... Yeah. The same. I was like, the same. I, I wrote that down. I wrote that down. I was like, I'm mixing them up. 
Like the accents, you know the they're scene? all French. They're all free. It's they're such similar characters. I at one point took a note about Domino, but it wasn't about Domino. It was about Fiona, and I didn't realize until <laughs> three scenes later I was mistaken. And then that's that scene where um, the agent comes in and Fiona's in James Bond's hotel, and this is a boss move. Like, oh, he made a date with you too, and then they kill her. Yes, I was like, that's like the Spider Man meme of like. <laughs> you you i wish i wish there was a scene where there are three of them all were right just in the because then we could your game is up 60s beauty standards um, <laughs> i i did i also it was confusing because i mean we get into the bond girls too but because of um domino yeah get into them get into, let's, lead, let's do the bond lead girls. good girl bond girl is domino who's um uh whose brother uh is murdered uh, and and sort of his identity has been taken over. So they fee- see in this picture, like we found this 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 man, this agent general dead. Here's his sister. Yeah, Let's um, go find Major her. Major Durval. Major Durval. They're French. Durval. Uh, and Domino is like, this is what who Bond has to kind of go hunting for. But she's with the villain, which yeah. is confusing. In when we have a Bond girl working for the villain, and then the the main girl is his like side piece, and. Or his his mistress and it's um, yeah because they, they're like, sleeping together right yes she says it she's like I'm done I don't like him anymore but I used to find him attractive but he was yeah he was very attractive to me um, but she's like yeah bored of him and yeah it doesn't I mean Bond comes in the picture but that was I, that's not bad because that's that's how you she's in the world yeah. she betrays you know betrays him right um, uh, I actually like her character I think I, I thought she had agency like. Uh, she puts Largo in his place. Like Largo tries to kill Bond, and he doesn't succeed. And she's like, "Good thing you didn't. What are you doing? Let me do it. This is my mm-hmm. fucking job." Mm-hmm. Why? Because he's trying, like, I'm. I'm now. Obviously, she didn't curse as much, but she's like, "Why? Because he's trying to have sex with your wife. Come on." Yeah, yeah. Like I like that she like he's the big bad, and she's like, "No, no, sit down, buddy." <laughs> it's just, it's so it's she's they're both. I'd like I just like and they just look similar. It's just like both the girls I do really like because I and I think we don't. We don't really have a henchman, do we? Like sort of no, a, you know. No, we don't. There's she's no henchman. So then I kind of give that to her, or I give it to, right. to 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 Fiona because she is kind of her own. I don't know, she... <laughs> no, you're right. She is. She's she's both a Bond girl and a henchman, which we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Like Xenia on the top was a Bond girl and a henchman. Um, but I didn't clock her as a henchman because I, I kind of felt that she had equal power to power. Largo. Mm-hmm. But you're mm-hmm. right. She's she's the closest thing we get to a, a henchman in this movie, and she's not like we don't really have uh she's not i mean she's not killed off way it's way later there she is like a full chunk of the movie that she is like featured heavily yeah again so much agency doing so much um really doing all like so much i say i say muscle but i mean like i don't know just making moves (laughs) and really running the show the whole plan revolves around her like so like real quick just to get into the gen general uh, plot and plan of this so you could talk more about like her role like the largo has planted her fiona to be to bed and be a lover of major Duval, his mm-hmm, wife's mm-hmm. brother who's like a decorated air force fighter pilot or pilot or something and he hired someone to go undergo construction plastic surgery and learn his accent and mannerisms and become him so they kill him allow this guy to get on the plane and hijack the plane full of nuclear devices land it in a part of the water near largo where largo can get to it 
and then they go and they get the nuclear devices and hold the world hostage for one million dollars. It's a great plan. It's classic. It's simple. <laughs> it is this, classic. Is, this is like me. Like, let's go back to basics. World leader <laughs> terrorists just hold NATO ransom with the, the nuclear weapons. With you know. Yeah. But like all of that hinges on her because she's the pl- she's the one who gets this guy um, like pretty much gets this guy believing what's going on so they can get to him and kill him. Um, she's the one who runs all of these other operations afterward about like I'm going to get James Bond. Like she pretty much goes, no, I'm going to go bed James Bond so I can kill him. Done. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. just put me in his path. Like yeah. Yeah. She, like that's the thing is like she's not taking orders. She is this plan. <laughs> She's and she's also, I mean, Bond. I think is initially attracted to Domino, our good girl. Like I think he also he just the picture. But I think he does. They have an attraction that just sort of is there, and so when they hook up, it's not you know uncalled for. It's very like they're right. very flirting. They have a they just do have a connection. She is sick of this man. She wants to be, but um, Fiona is just like pushing it, <laughs> and she's like, let's you know, very just she is seduced. She is because uh, yeah, he's not. I don't know. I think he kind of has his eyes set on Domino more so. Yeah, that was like, my question. But because yeah, because she, she's you know driving the fast car with Bond. She's very yeah. like forceful. Bond always loves to dip in with the crazy girls, but you know, lay low. With crazy. The good girls. It's like he it's does. just like Xenia on on the top. He's just like, all right, lady. I I have had so many women. I don't. I don't exactly. Want, you know, you don't want to die. <laughs> he's not that general and, and you know what's funny is i don't even think um fiona didn't even have to sleep with bond like her whole thing was to get him get him to this festival so they could you know kidnap him yeah like she didn't have to sleep with him she could have done that without like she she didn't realize that he made her as a specter agent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but she like sleeps with him and then lets him take a shower takes his gun <laughs> And then doesn't see his second gun, which I love. This is my favorite line because it says everything you need to know about James Bond and his sex life. Just so you know, this gun was under the pillow the whole time. It's like, then why are you having sex with her? Because <sighs> just like whatever, right? What are the odds? Maybe, but maybe she is like she's crazy. So like I, oh my god, that's so funny. That gives me like um South Park vibes when the cop goes undercover. And they just keep taking it further and further. Like they start kissing, and like she's almost going to pull a gun out on him. And then she's like, "Okay, now let's take off our clothes." And they keep going. When every time she could stop it, not stop them, she just goes all the way like through with it. Oh, that's, that is so funny. <laughs> that's true. Uh, oh my gosh, that's great. But Bond is prepared. Bond is always prepared. And then he insults her after their like uh, meeting, where he's like, "I didn't enjoy any of that." And yeah, then they just go against each other. He says, well, like, I did it only for queen and country. It's like, well, no, he, says, he also says king and country. Oh, he said what? king and country. Oh, You're why? Right. Why? Well, why king, though? Yeah. There wasn't a king then. I it just wrote that down. That confused I think, me. Like, it was it was literally Queen Elizabeth, the one who just passed, right? Like, so. Yes, because she's the like, longest. Like, for the entire 20th, 21st, 20th and 21st century. <laughs> Unless it was, the, I was like, I, then I thought maybe the book was written in the 50s, and then it would so it still would have oh, been maybe a was, different king, and then maybe, maybe it was transferred. Yeah. You're right. Maybe it was uh, the King's Speech guy, right? That yeah. he was a king in the fifties, fifties, forties, even like and the books were, yeah, around that time. Yeah. So. Well, this this was sixties because this was this was written. A, a lot of them were written in the fifties, but again, this was written for the movie, oh, so this right, was sixties. Right. But see, I wrote that down because I was like, oh, maybe it was just like a book quote that they just 
took over. I, I swear to God, he said king and country. And I was no, like, you're right. You're absolutely what? right. Because I, I just, my mind auto-corrected to queen and country because I know that's the, the right. politics. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. He said king and country, which is weird. I, it's so strange. But uh, no. Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, yeah. Anything else for the Bond girls? I mean, I just love Domino a lot. I love that she, I mean, uh, spoilers are, are, can I say spoil about what happens at the very end? When Please, look, we're, we're spoiling the shit out of this movie. We if have, someone uh, hasn't seen this, you know, almost like 50 years, no, God, what? I'm, like almost a hundred year old movie. Come on. Uh, guys, oh God, don't say that. <laughs> it was 40 years ago this movie came out. It was. I was just <laughs> it's 2005 right now. Um, and, uh, um the villain i call him eye patch but i know his, his name is an eye patch it's um largo em, largo um, uh, yeah yes, emilio largo. largo emilio 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 largo yes and um so that's her partner her like lover or old lover the guy she was with and she kills him she gets he's fighting with bond bond is gonna like is kind of in a bad position and he gets it with a harpoon gun in the back. So many harpoon deaths. So many harpoon movie. guns. So many. <laughs> they let you know, and then, and she is just so like, yeah, angry, but it's efficient. It's clean. She looks great, and I just love that she got the kill. And he was like, "Thank you." He's genuinely yeah. like, "No, I was screwed." Yeah, <laughs> I did. I do love that um, yeah, because she's the, she's the one. She's also the one with the like. She actually has character, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of these Bond girls are like. They look good. Put them in a dress. Their backstory? I don't know. They want to be whores or something? Who cares? Especially Put them in a from format. Russia with love. Right. Real bad. And it, and It's literally know. just, what's her backstory? She's being forced to be his lover and then falls in love with him. Oh, great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. this is like, this is her going, no, he killed my brother. Mm-hmm. He, he bedded me after he killed my brother. Yeah. He's betrayed me. And she was super, like, you get that scene where she's super close with him. Like, there's that really yes. nice Bond scene. I love, I love, that's like another, that's a top scene. It's just them on the beach. Like, yeah. mm, it's so good. And and actually yeah. that, that, so that what happens in that is she's talking about like, you know, I used to sing the song with my brother. I, I was really close to him. And he's like, I'm sorry, your brother's dead. And he shows her the dog tags. Cause Bond, again, great spy work. He finds the downed, uh, plane and finds the body of her brother, or mm-hmm. f- not the body of her brother, because he sees the body of her brother in the earlier. Spa. Yeah, the yeah. Spa. But he yeah. finds the, the the doppelganger there and takes the dog tags. And it was like they stole, yeah, stole his body, yeah, or they stole his his gear. Right, uh-huh. and so he tells her that whole thing. And I, but I just, I think that's a great scene because then she kind of breaks down. She's like, "I'll help you, but I get to kill him." I think she like she makes that thing. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite harpoon death in the whole movie comes. <laughs> she goes. Hey, wait, we've been followed. And he goes, Oh, let me just put my arm around. He grabs the harpoon. He harpoons his guy to the fucking tree. <laughs> one armed, like a one armed shot, shot. The other hand is like resting nicely on the beach. It's a so great good. scene because they also just, I, I always just like appreciate people scuba diving. So I like the movie Into the Blue so much. Less like underwater, tropical. You don't like it? I like it. And then it leads into them up on the beach and. Another crazy thing. This is just crazy that she hurts herself. Her foot. She gets like a poisonous sea thingy on her foot, oh, and she's right. like, "Oh, these are de- these are deadly." And very calmly gets out of the water. And Bond goes, "Okay, lay down. Let me like get it." And she's like on her 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 front, like laying in the sand. And he's got her foot, and he uses his mouth to to take the poison out, to suck the poison out of her foot, and then yeah. spits it, and then goes. I've never tasted woman before. And I don't know what the next line is. I was shocked when that happened. Cause I yeah. was like, these are again, lines from like 
current day like spicy novels that girls love to like that women love to read shocked i tell you i i yeah i was taken aback by that line and the only reason <laughs> i will the only reason i wasn't shocked is because i do actually remember the the line from live from uh you only live twice which we'll see next week mm. that even as a 16 year old boy white boy living in the 90s was like wait a minute that can't be right <gasps> Is in the very beginning when he's laying when he's sleeping with an Asian woman. He goes, "Why do Asian women taste different?" <laughs> I cannot deal. And they were like, "And don't worry, these are PG movies. Here you go, everyone. Here you go, families. This was a PG movie. Yeah, you're right. These were PG movies. What the hell? Like, I don't know. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe they had it right in the sixties, and, and we're wrong. Like, why are we so?" Why are we not? Well, what, yeah. Well, violence. I will say. Well, Marvel movies put it back in. Put the put the sex. I f- yeah. fight about that all day, every day. I'm with you. Could people start fucking Marvel movies again? We're back to a puritanical age, sir. In so we many are. ways, we are. Like we we did, we did Grannies last Monday, and I look. I had to ask the whole. We did Fantastic Four, the original, which I'm sure is one of your favorite movies. It sure is. <laughs> and I had to ask the hard hitting question: What do you think the thing's penis is like? Because they don't answer that question in those these movies. They don't. They'll never. The MCU will never tell me what the thing's penis is like. And you'll never get that answer. I don't. <laughs> you'll never find out. Because he dates a woman. I mean, it's have, it's a fair question. They have a they have a love life. I know they do. I'm sure they. But anyway, they have children though, right? I don't think they do. I don't. I don't think. I don't think the rock monsters have children. Oh, that, <laughs> that universe. <laughs> oh my god! I, yeah, I could talk about that for hours. Well, if you're free, oh no, you have rehearsals when we do. Oh damn! But you're the second one. He talks about doing, that. That's a joke in the second one. Oh, is it really? It makes me so fun. Yeah, I'll say it. I mean, have you seen it in a while? I like in the theater. Okay, it's Johnny Storm's line, and it makes me mad that Chris Evans isn't like that. He's playing a straight man, Captain America, all the time when he <laughs> has the best comedic timing. He's great. He's so good. He has like a hilarious line that I'll remember seeing in the Fantastic Four in theaters, the second one, and like cackling. Like I couldn't. I was. It was the audience was like on their knees, dying of laughter, and it's a great bit. <laughs> all right, now now I'm excited to I see know. this movie. I'll send um, it to you when you watch it. Awesome! I'm excited. Uh, all right, so let's. I guess let's get, let's get to the villain. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the villain, which is Emil Largo. So first off, before we can get to the villain, right there is there is the scene that Austin Powers like cribbed from when it does like the Doctor Evil Cabinet of Evil reveal. Where I, like I wrote this down. Yeah. They're in like I don't know. They're in this office, and everyone in the circle of evil one through nine is sitting around this table, and Blofeld. We haven't seen him. He's got his cat. And he's like, there's a guy like nervously shaking. They're all sweaty. They're all very sweaty. <laughs> very sweaty, except for Largo, which is why I think it's a choice because Largo doesn't give a shit. Nah, yeah. And Blofeld's like, I know someone's been stealing from the from the funds, and I'm going to punish him now. And he ta- he hits a thing on his on his uh, a button on his desk, and it kills the guy next to the sweaty guy. And everyone freaks out, and Largo just looks up like nonchalant, like. What was that? With his one eye going back and forth. <laughs> oh, like such a cool introduction to this it guy. Cool. And that was a very stylish introduction because it was so I don't I don't remember some of the clean I just think we're getting into a more stylish era, maybe. I don't know. because I, I just feel like that it was such a cool, clean, clinical. You can't see his face, you know, he's got the cat. Yeah. Blowfell. You can't see it, you can't see his right. His that's Blowfell, right. isn't it? 
you know what it is? I, I, I think you're right. Like, I think we've done, so we did gold. Um, we did Dr. No. They don't know this is going to be a hit. This is just, we're just making a book into a movie. <laughs> and then they do From Rush With Love. And they don't know it's going to be a hit. Where This is a sequel. And then they do Goldfinger, right? Goldfinger's a, mm-hmm, the, the other one. Yeah. That's the other one, right? And Goldfinger is like, I think Goldfinger solidifies like this is a property. Yeah. And so I think that's why kind of they, they created their own thing instead of going to a, 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 book, a, a book. A book source, yeah. And, and they make it bigger. Like, like so that, I noticed something like that scene is much grander than we've ever seen. Like in From Russia With Love, it was like, Kleb in a small office in Russia, mm-hmm, you know, like, mm-hmm. and even Goldfinger was a bit over the top. We, like, we got Operation Grand Slam, but like, it wasn't like this. That, that no. was at his house in Kentucky. No, it was all very like real, natural, naturalistic. <clears throat> right. You're like, he's crazy, but he's like golfing and he's playing poker. He seems to be, to be a very normal man. Right, but this is like Spectre yes. with a capital S, where yeah. petting cats, and. I think what's interesting too is they there's a scene where Bond is called in where they call in all the double O's because because as I said Largo's plan yes, is to just yep, blackmail yep. the world for a million dollars or whatever with his bombs okay. so they call in a council of the double O's which, which Bond is late to um, <laughs> good <laughs> and instead of it just being in M's office it's in this huge spacious thing with this council of like double yeah, O's sitting yeah. around. so it kind of mirrors like I think they were purposely mm. trying to go bigger for the movie because they've realized they had something here mm-hmm. he is kind of he's uh well, yeah he's like a, he's a name now he's a character he is such a like a, not a famous character but like yeah bond is bond is bond's a you know pop culture oh yeah for sure i mean he's he's solidified in the movies he's you know people have loved the books now people are loving the movies like i think i really do think this is the movie they went we have we have mm. a, a we have this printing press of money right now you know because it was just such a, a big thing and you know we've talked about how it's dipped and gone down and come up and gone down and it you know but and we'll see what happens in the next iteration of it but you know i, I think that's what they really are purposely being as as regina would say regina always does this when we watch tv shows together she's like you always know when the show gets really popular like because we will mm-hmm. binge watch something from the first season Right, every first season's kind of like kicking around, not knowing what it's doing. It's kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, on a, mm-hmm. a smaller budget, but once it gets popular, she always says, "Yeah, you know it got popular. Look how expensive it looks. All yeah. of these people are more expensive. Mm. That actress is that actress. It's like, and I think that's it. Like these characters are more expensive. <laughs> it's so true, and it's I mean, and yeah, it's like, and we want to film everything's underwater. It's that is like the theme because now bonds are going to start having themes, right? right. Like. So, or I don't know, not themes, right? Themes, uh, just to circle around it. But I was like, yeah, that we're we're just a lot of a lot of bikini bodies. The girls look great, but they always are, you know, uh, they all look the same. Um, and and yeah, Bond's not full. I don't know. I don't feel like he's he's yeah he's like a, all the ladies. So that's kind of playing into his his persona. But yeah, yeah like he, just, he is. Does he have sex with three or four women? Three. I, I if you count if Domino maybe in the water, but that's not probably. No, they were just hanging out, I guess. Okay, so he doesn't actually have sex with Domino. I missed that. I just they were in. They have a they have a thing in the water, which I was like maybe maybe okay do, but I don't then unclear. <laughs> they just come out like kissing and and. Um, yeah. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I just again. I I was also a bit distracted when I watched this movie. 
Um, so I wanted there's one scene we're talking about Largo. There are two things I got to talk about with Largo. First, real quick, the swimming pool of sharks. How could we miss that? Um, but why, why the pool? This is also one of my weirdest fears, except my fear. I have a fear of sub mechanophobia. Do you know what that is? No, what is that? So it's a fear of animatronics in water. So not like animatronics outside of water. But like in water. So the Jaws from the theme park ride. Uh, okay. That the Jaws one doesn't scare me, but an animatronic one does. So I would be swimming in pools. Oh. If someone had a pool and it was late at night and dark and there was like underwater lights. My fear wasn't that a shark would show up. A fear was that the animatronic shark would come up from a pool. I don't know. Wow. That's mechanics this scary. It's like a robot in the water. Okay. That's scary. But this just reminded me of that. Because I was like, why are they in a pool? We have an ocean. We have oceans. <laughs> so many oceans around this guy's personal private fucking island. Because um, he's a James Bond villain. They all have islands early on. Just to keep it. Um, you, you want it to be efficient, right? So you're like, small little pool. Shark. <laughs> Can't miss. Now, now here, was, here was my question. And I know this is, this is a, a stupid question. But... Can you fill up a pool with salt water? Because you can't put sharks in fresh water. Like no, you sharks can't. Are, like, isn't it different? Like, wouldn't the salt erode the cement, the whatever it is that the the the, pet, the pool is made of? That's a great point. I I was I like a used to be a swim teacher and a, a swimmer and a lifeguard. I can't tell you. I know cruise ships have salt. Aren't they, aren't those saltwater pools and jacuzzis? I mean, you can't like open your eyes. I. I don't know. While. The one one time I went on a cruise, it was like salt. It tasted bad. It wasn't like chlorine. They had salt. I don't remember why. Okay. Maybe you I'm might, wrong. I mean, you, might, you might be right. I I don't. I'm no scientist. <laughs> Maybe, just what if it's chlorine? He's a monster. He doesn't care about the sharks. Yeah, the sharks <laughs> wouldn't live in chlorine. Is How the long thing. Would... do we need them for? This is the this is what like you're talking about at the meeting. We're like you have to ship in all the salt water. We only have chlorine, <laughs> and they're like, "How long do we need the sharks? We just need them to kill Bond." Okay, so it's what like five minutes? Okay, okay yeah. Look, is it is it so much to ask for salt water in okay. my freaking pool with my sharks, please? <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know, Emil, Emil <laughs> Largo. He wants the, he needs this to work. Uh, he's insistent on the shark in the pool. I'm sorry. You imagine. You imagine working for him like like being his assistant like oh fuck, honey all right look i gotta go get salt water for this fucking guy's pool no i look he's a bond villain what do you want me to do it's last minute i know i work i, I didn't want to work nights um he just called me right. I'm, I'm never not off the clock okay i'm so babe i know it's your birthday but he he will kill our family yeah, if yeah. i don't get him his salt water <laughs> working for international frenchman or- yeah. <laughs> American, very American, like publicist assistant. I would love that. I want I want that movie. Um so all right, my favorite scene in this whole movie with Largo, but in my in this whole movie is when Bond plays Baccarat with him. Yeah, you like that. And like Bond doesn't they don't even pretend they don't know their enemies. Like neither of them. Bond is just like, you've got a specter on your shoulder because you're in Spectre. You're a Spectre agent, aren't you? Like he's so obvious about it. I do. I love. I feel like just speaking of Spectre in general, I love. I, I can never tell because I know there's issues with that, especially in Roger Moore movies, um, right? As as well, and then like well, yeah, they they stop being able to say Spectre after Diamonds Are Forever. Okay, which is just crazy because, and, and then we had to bring it back for like one of my least favorite Bond movies in Daniel Craig's era with the octopuses. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like is one it? of that's actually one of my bottom five Bond movies. I think and so. I don't, I don't think that's going to change because we've we've got some pretty 
interesting ones left. I know. I'm like, and I just go, but the octopus when he's catching the like signals everywhere, and it's just in the name mentioning it. And I'm like, right, this is. I mean, this is. It's just. I think I really, I genuinely haven't seen this movie. I've, I'll say I probably haven't seen this movie like truly in its fullest form. So that's just is so. It's it's interesting having a Sean Connery Bond in like the '60s with like everyone's a spect. It's a, it's all a specter. We could, have, yeah. we could have done so much more. They know they could have. Like they talking about like what they could have done with the franchise. Like if they because I think that's the biggest. Because I know we both know where this goes. I think that that's the biggest regret that I have of the Bond run is that they didn't get to utilize Blofeld and Spectre more. Because yeah, that would have been a super cool thing. Not always. You don't have to always go back to it, but like to have Blofeld always be in the background, yeah. to have Spectre always be in the background. But we really like hard because they had to legally but hard abandon all of that after the roger moore run starts and then we don't get any of it except for remember you remember um uh, what's the one with the sheena easton song uh for your, for your eyes, eyes only. only yeah that cold opening is where he like drops a guy in a wheelchair and a yes yes which is so weird <clears throat> and it's I, and uh, it's yeah it's bizarre that that's all we get from blofeld up until craig which is psycho. And then that, even that was like, they weren't sure they were going to have the rights to, so they have to retcon stuff kind of. That's right. Nice. Cause that's, I think that's what Tom said when, uh, when he was on for Quantum of Solace, right? Mm-hmm. Like they created this whole shadow organization's name as a placeholder, just right. hoping they got the rights to spectrum. Playing the long game. Yeah. <laughs> you just make up something yeah. else. And they, you know, they want it, but like at what cost guys, at what cost? <laughs> Really, uh, um, all right, so I guess like the last thing to talk about before we oh, so where would you put where would you put Largo? Do you think Largo's like a, a, a top tier villain or or not? He definitely doesn't, and this is gonna sound, probably sound weird. Uh, he doesn't intimidate me as much as Goldfinger does in hindsight, like, no. No, like you know, I don't know, I just yeah, he just seems I hate to say, like, I'm sure he's a very nice actor, like, you're not Euro trashy man, but like. I don't know, just sort of like a, uh, yeah, rich European, uh, having again his Bond girl is kind of doing so much footwork. It is, yeah, it's a great point. Maybe that's why I don't know. He's lower. The eye patch is great, though. That's a great eye patch. The eye patch is great. I think you know. I, I think you're right because they, he looks a bit like Goldfinger, and I think that's purposeful. But Goldfinger was such an imposing, like yeah, that, Goldfinger was a menace, like unpredictable, a little unpredictable, right. like yeah, menace. Menace is such a great word. Classic. He's such a classic. He's you know. He, yeah, he is absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I I think like Largo's cool. Everything they do with him is cool. Uh, even the sharks, looks I think, are great. cool. Yeah. He looks are great. great. I I think it's cool. Like. When someone needs to go down and get those bombs and kill the fake Durval, that's him. He doesn't mm-hmm. send people down. He does it himself. That's fair. That's very good. Um, kudos. But he's, yeah, kudos to him. You know, I, you know, maybe he's not a bad boss to work on. Maybe he's the <laughs> Hank Scorpio of, of this run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think overall, like, he kind of is overshadowed by some of, like, the really right. interesting characters. Like, I'm thinking back to some of the villains, like, do I think he's more interesting than Mr. Big, which is Yafet Kodo? Oh, no. Do I think he's more interesting than Scaramanga? No. Goldfinger? No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Doctor, not even Doctor No, because Doctor No, you don't you you see so little of him that you can't help but be like, I want to know more. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I know, I know. I just 
Uh, yeah, it just that, that just that you're either be the top dog, like the top biggest of dogs, or be missed, like sort of just a little crazier, maybe that over right. the top, or just like menacing, or if it's just that natural charisma. Uh, yeah, and I don't know, maybe not the best match for Connery, like for Connery's Bond. Yeah, a, fo- a foe. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the coolest thing about him is that he's so nonplussed about things, but I think also that becomes a detriment, like. Hmm when Bond starts poking around, because he's like, you know, but again, really cool in the background scene. I really do like that scene. I like him in that scene a lot. But yeah, yeah just, he's, a, I think he's a mid-tier Bond, mm-hmm. Bond villain for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, all right, then real quick, uh, what about the action? Would you would you think about the action of this movie? I, I, I wrote, it's so much practical stuff, but that's like a lot of the 60s, I think Bond has, you know, no CGI, no, uh, when you get some combat, it's pretty, like, I don't know, it looks rough, like rough in that, like, you know, a little John Wayne, you know, uh, John Wayne, like, you know, swinging fists kind of, yeah. kind of style. Um, this, I, I don't know, I was kind of chalking up the, the, the car scene, which wasn't a full action scene. I just thought it was super badass, super cool. Um, <laughs> um, where's my notes about? I think this, the scuba stuff is just like pretty crazy. And get that also just, you know, anytime there's some action underwater and then there's like time is a little bit of the essence. Um, that makes me like claustrophobic. Again, I'm a yeah. swimmer. I've never had any issues in the water, but that's not like it's like bad dreams sometimes if like doors close on you and you're like, and how deep are yeah. you under the water? And uh, uh, um, yeah, just some some stuff out of a plane. I'm thinking like larger sequences for myself that I liked. So that's fine. Again, just so much water underwater. It's yeah. almost like I think that's my only ding for this movie. Is I think it's really good with the intrigue and the espionage stuff, mm-hmm. and it has some really cool action sequences. But I really like, and again, maybe I'm maybe I was just you know put in a bad mood when I was watching it. But like that that whole end where it's like a twenty minute underwater fight. I know, and we've had so much of it already. And it was yeah, and it was like it's not like it's the first. There was a, there's been a lot of underwater stuff, a lot of underwater fights. And I was confused. I'm like, well, so there are people in black and there are people in orange. Yes. But they're not all on the same side because Bond is in orange. <laughs> and then there are people in black who are winning and I what is going but I don't understand. And then there's just so and then even when Largo gets away, because there's this weird scene where after this very slow underwater 20-minute action scene, the double O's sort of corner most of Largo's guys and bring them up, and Largo and three other guys swim away very mm. slowly because <laughs> they're underwater, everything is very slow. <laughs> and then Bond goes after them and he stops two of them, and Largo gets away and he gets on the yacht, which that, that's a cool sequence. Yeah. But but I don't know. It's just there's so there's there was so much of the action sequence of this movie. It was just like harpoon shooting and people I don't know or care about. And I can't even see their face being killed. And it's, it's all it's all similar looking Bond girls who were statuesque and lovely. Yeah. And a lot of harpoons is like the only source of a weapon. And under and everyone's in scuba gears. That's like the bad guy way. Yeah. In this movie. And so I mean I. I think it was a, if it wasn't so much of it, I would have appreciated. But it was so much of it, like I was really engaged in a lot of this movie. And then when that came on, I was like, "It's, it's going on my phone." <laughs> <laughs> you start to it just tunes out. It's like there's no dynamic, nothing's dynamic about it. Right. And if you can, if your love scenes, if you're sort of dreamy, meet not meet meet cutes, but like you know, flirting first meetings between Bond and his Bond girl are underwater and beautiful. But then also some of your action scenes are underwater and also beautiful, just like a little less picturesque yeah it just kind of is yeah it's 
so it's it's all great i'm sure it was hard to film oh no i'm sure it was hard to film and and i'm sure like like this is the 1960s so like i'm sure they love this I mean, yeah, i'm sure that'd yeah. be super cool but yeah because i'm looking at it now <laughs> let's just, use it right let's use more use of it. It. <laughs> we got money as this is not one either of us are nostalgic for mm. i think we're definitely looking at it through like oh god it was so slow I, yeah. i've seen space fights happen quicker what's going on guys <laughs> <laughs> oh um, no action yeah a little yeah but that's that's kind of my take on on uh the action of that so any any moments that stuck out stuck out uh, yeah stuck out before we uh before we close um i definitely just had a question about felix felix is there right he is there yeah he is there really is that a different it's a different actor he looks like yeah. he has like blonde high it's a different guy it's a very different guy that yeah. man's face looks like it's seen an iphone because he sounds modern and his <laughs> face just, i was like that's felix and he had like a very like two thousands i don't know american accent it was jarring <laughs> All right, Felix. He looked great. <laughs> he was like, I, I just my note was he looks so modern and American. I don't know how to explain it. Um. I, I get that. I'm that's the one thing I'm always thrown off. Like, why do they have to change Felix's every time? Like, that's what I appreciate about the Daniel Craig run. It's the same goddamn. All actor. Americans look the same. No one will notice. The Brits won't care. That's what it is. I, you know, I bet it's you that's what it is. It's the British going, you know, uh, the colonies, they won't fucking look the same. We're just who cares? I, Jack Lord, Jack Lund, who gives a shit? Just put one of them in there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 100%. Um, all right. Yeah. So, what, what, uh, let's see. All right. Two things I want to point out. Tell also uh, the random line tell him Paula's yeah. dead. Paula, the um, agent. Oh, yeah. Who agent. So, Bond has like a very, he's, again, I like it when I think when Bond loses somebody like a partner or he really messed up like a team she's a team member no less too not even a lover he is like angry about it and he like tells the driver he's like tell him paul is dead and then the driver is like a weird comedic timing he goes tell him paul is dead and the driver goes okay it is like it, I'm, not, I'm not messing around that's how it sounds and i wrote that i was like what the hell you're right yeah it was <laughs> pretty so funny bad. some jokes he has great great one-liners um you know guns? I know. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh he's like that. Looks like a, a gun for a woman. And thank uh, you for thank you for pulling that up. I, and, I had really, a note. I really forgot goes, about that. Oh, so you know, you know a little bit about guns, and he's like, I know a little bit about women. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was. I I actually love that sequence. It's so James yeah. Bond. But like, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go spend the afternoon having lunch and shooting skeet with the guy who's I'm investigating, and he knows I'm an agent, and I I know he knows I'm like. That's balls. It's, and his face is just reads like that. Like, not the Roger Moore smug, like, ugh, I don't need to be here. He's just like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, like, I'm let's, here. Let's mess up. Let's let's like, do it. Oh, he so walks good. in, and then, then Domino's getting out of the pool. He's like, can I help you? I'll give you this towel. And oh, and then, yeah, and then Emil comes over with the gun. He's like, this is a woman's gun, you fucking woman. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Let me, the balls. Oh my god! Oh yeah, You're, thank you for bringing that up. I, I can't like, believe I forgot. Good that. quips. Awesome. I got, I'm sure there was a few other. I like. I just don't know off the top of my head. But I was like, he's a good. He was a quippy, quippy Bond. He was a very quippy Bond. Um, I think something I have to point out about this movie because they do it a lot is I've counted at least three times where they stabbed someone or shot something to distract sharks with the blood like that happens at least three times in this movie oh, if it works that's what their motto was with this movie hey <laughs> this works, works. <laughs> <coughs> distract 
Chris works. Let's let's get two more of her in here. <laughs> more they sharks. Grew, don't fix it. We need more sharks. We need more statuesque, statuesque white women. <laughs> With like pointy noses. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's oh, and I want to point out the Kiss Kiss Club, where you had belly dancers putting their feet in fire. What was what oh. show was that? Did you miss that? It's a blink <laughs> and you miss it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but f- there's some foot stuff also in this movie. No, that's crazy. That's her, that's must be an art form. Oh, but that's like they have Mardi Gras. I love that too in the Nassau. Yeah, they, that they I had the Mardi Gras that. thing just kind of going around, uh, which is just that cool. was cool because I'm sure it was I all got... real. Like I'm sure they, you know. Oh yeah, yeah no, they didn't pay actors. They no, like, those look none like of those authentic. people who were watching were actors. They were all really there. Uh, which I kind of always dig that. I always like the... I wonder... I'm not sure if they did it for Live and Let Die, but like just getting some more culture. Like, like you know. Um, yeah. Which is cool. I agree. I agree. But all right, I think that's all I got. How about you? Did, did we that's miss anything? It. I, no, it was, it was a good watch for me because I really... And my girls loved it too. My daughters were watching and then nice. they were just kind of like... In, and normally these kind of like adult especially in the 60s that wouldn't really get their attention but they were kind of like smiling like sitting and genuinely like watching the action watching awesome. the sean connery it was so cute that is awesome uh so so where would like uh, i'm not gonna say to rank him i guess because it's been a while since we've watched these but like where, do you, where does this sit like top tier mid tier lower tier mm. for you so, especially since you haven't you've never actually yeah. seen this and, and this is the we're talking sean connery's sort of or just in yeah, general. Let, yeah, let's just talk Sean Connery's. Like, I, I think this is high up there for me. I think nice. I maybe don't like Russia with Love that much. I love Doc, Dr. No is my nostalgia. Like, I rewatch that movie constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, Goldfinger, just like a classic, of course. Yeah. Also, rewatch that. I, I was like, it's so weird to me that I'm, I can't, I'm excited to watch to really to put these in perspective, especially in our future ones. I yes. like this a lot. I just think I could rewatch this, especially in the summer. And I, I, it's, yeah, it's very, maybe cliche, say what you will, or like get into these cliched moments, but I like it. I think it's a cool little step off. It's pretty, it's like a mid- middle, but a little high middle. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Like, I think I, I think I do enjoy this more than From Russia With Love, because I like that movie, but it's, it, it's got some weird moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just think this really, this is like when Bond starts to hit its stride, it kind of knows, starts to figure out what it is. Um, fun. I yeah, yeah it, it becomes fun, fun, right? It becomes a lot of fun. Um, I and to be honest with you, I'm I'm, I'm okay with like all like the specters. Like I, more than okay, I love the specter stuff. I I love bringing uh, bring the you know this whole uh plot in of just this you know give me one million dollars. Like, I love that it's the Austin Powers thing, and I think. It, it might, I think it feels cliche for us now to watch it because these tropes have been done to death. But I'm pretty sure this is ground zero for a lot of these tropes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, I think seeing it in the 60s with fresh eyes, we'd have a very different experience. And, like, we live in a post Austin Powers world. Like, yeah. It, it, and, and then you're going to see, you're just going to see that, or they definitely took stuff from this. Yeah, movie is crazy. Which I did, and which which definitely clouded our whole talk, right? Like I saw that scene where he punches that woman 
into becoming a man. And literally my note was, that's not your mother, that's a man, baby. baby. It was just like the, the number two scene. I just kept thinking about Will Ferrell right. with the fez and right. then, like, putting, you know, dog back. Very, very burnt, but not yet dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, literally. Uh, well, that's That was like, a little, that was shocking. That was the most shocking thing about the movie. That I was like, oh my gosh, so much Austin Powers stuff. Yeah, but I think like outside of that, like I think... I think this movie like creates a lot of these tropes. So I don't know. I, I, I it's one of the ones I don't often think to go back to, but I should because I, I should, really yeah. enjoy it. Agreed, agreed, agreed. And it's on HBO Max if you have it. Easy to watch. Is it really? Oh, they're all on HBO Max. I now, right? I think I think they all move from Amazon Prime, maybe I'm wrong, uh, to HBO Max now, but I watched on HBO Max. Nice, excellent. I didn't realize that and I Paid for it on YouTube because I didn't want to hook up my Blu-ray player because I own these all on Blu-ray. <laughs> I should own these. I need. I need. We just need to hard hard copies, everybody. Like I always go hard copies because you know how many times now where like I you know streaming platforms change so much. It's like a hundred of them where you think you have access to something and then it goes away. Not a hard copy is where it's at. People lose people lose rights. Like you can't right. dogma is eighty dollars for like a crappy DVD because that Miramax has weird rights issues. Ugh. Yeah. And you know who doesn't need to pay that? This guy who still owns Dogma from when he bought it when it first came out in the 90s for 20 bucks. If you want quick cash, I'm sure you could sell it for like $150. <laughs> I'm sure I could, but I'd, I'd, I'd much rather have the opportunity to rewatch that, that movie every couple of years because I love that movie. I got it for my brother for Christmas, but I was like, I found it. It was very expensive. And I was like, this is your gift. This is your Christmas gift. It's an awesome gift. It's an awesome yeah. movie. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, if you're like, if you're first time listener to the show and you like the show, you can always join us on the uh, Double O Deep Dive group on Facebook. Uh, you know, we we haven't been as active because, as I said, Jenny and I have been kind of at a commission lately. But I'll be changing that. We'll be a bit more active. Uh, Jenny and I will be back not next Wednesday. We're going to do it biweekly to make it. Uh, a bit more manageable for the both of us since uh, I, I've decided, Ginny, that I need to get back on stage very soon. So uh, do it to it. I highly been a while. encourage that. You been should. a while since before the pandemic. So that's that's what directing made me want to do. Not direct, but act. Uh, so we will be back uh, next ne- the 15th yes. uh, of March, which is in two weeks. We'll be back with uh, You Only Live Twice which is our second to last Sean Connery in this run, but third to last movie. Cause we have a little, <laughs> little mix up, which I'm really excited to get to that movie. Um, so you can join us for that. Uh, if you're a fan of the show uh, and you're interested in scream, we have a little bit of uh, uh, not, I'm not involved with it and Jenny's not involved with it, but they've been a uh, pop culture pros been using this uh, sort of, umbrella of double o deep dive to deep dive the scream movies with uh jader and ed uh they did scream one and two last saturday jenny which oh was an, they, and, and i think you'd appreciate it jader and his guest uh not ed but this woman he brought on whose name i don't remember because i'm terrible with names um new shit that like i was like what uh, oh like i'm into that, it yeah so it was a really interesting watch. They're doing uh, Scream 3 and 4. I think they're doing this Saturday at noon, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure Ed will be posting uh, some stuff for that. So keep your eyes peeled on the group. Speaking of Ed, uh, if you liked what you heard here and you're somehow not 
watching this because you've seen me on Granny's PhD, then please come to Granny's PhD for your latest serving of sweet, geeky goodness. We covered the Fantastic Four last week, as I was telling Ginny. We, we asked the hard-hitting questions like, is this a movie? And what does the thing's penis look like? It costs you nothing to watch it. It's like an hour long. I'm not joking. It's like an hour long. It's yeah. It's not. It it really is. It's and it's not bad. Like I, I mean, you could tune in if you're interested to hear my two cents on this. But I, I thought parts of that movie really work and parts really don't. Of course. Yeah. Um. But we'll uh, next. We're coming up next this Monday. Coming up, we're going to be doing Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer with Lawrence Fishburne. Right. Like Larry Fishburne is the Silver Surfer. Doug Jones's body and Larry Fishburne's voice. That's right. That's right. It's crazy. Um, the cast is so man. It's. I'm kind of excited to rewatch that movie because I just remember it being crazy. Yeah, they just like went for it. <laughs> they were like, "This is the last thing. Come on, guys, all in." Oh, some good stuff. So we're going to be covering that. We're going to be covering the new Last of Us. We're going to be covering the new uh, season, new episode of The Flash that's coming out. So uh, we got a lot of good stuff there. Uh, if you're interested in, I'm not going to run the litany because I know that there's another show coming on that uh, I've been holding up. But uh, you just go on Pop Culture Crows, uh, Pros and see what see what you like. We got plenty, plenty of stuff. Um, all right, well, Ginny, thank you for joining me. I always I'm glad that we're back in the saddle on this. Of course, of course. And I'm very excited, very excited. All right, so I will we'll see you guys next week with uh, Live and Let Die. Oh no, you only live twice. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Take care.